Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with host Wendy Jones. Wendy and her guests are here to help you answer all your questions about growing old. Now, here is Wendy. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and each and every week, we do our best to bring pertinent information for you and your loved ones, anyone as they age, because we all need to have these conversations on aging. A lot of times we don't want to have this conversation, but guess what? We all get older we all age. It happens. It's a fact of life. So this is an opportunity we have to embrace it, to be educated about it, to learn new things. And that's why I have this program so I can share all the information and knowledge that I've gained throughout my lifetime with all of you. Because this time in life as we age doesn't need to be stressful. We can embrace it because we know what's coming. So our topic today is hearing loss. We're actually doing a twofold topic. The first two segments are on hearing loss, and the second two segments are on the gift that keeps on giving. And what I mean by that is if you're looking for new ideas for gift giving this season, why not buy something that's going to encourage independence in your loved ones, your parents, your elderly friends, anyone who wants to stay home safe? I've got tons of ideas coming in the last two segments of what some of those items might be. For example, I'm just going to throw it out there. I do have one that I'm going to give you a spoil alert on. So there is a product, and you may or may not know this, but many people get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Yes, we talk about things nobody wants to talk about on this program. But there is a toilet nightlight that is motion activated. Okay, so imagine this. It's dark in the room. You're exhausted. You get up to go to the bathroom. And the second you turn the corner, the toilet lights up and they've got eight different colors. It's fantastic. And it's like $15. So it's a great gift. And yes, don't even ask. (laughs) Last Christmas, every single person over the age of 70 in my family received a toilet nightlight. So I'm just sharing that with you. They're available. They're not that expensive. And I think it's a great gift idea. And every time someone gets up to go to the bathroom, they're going to think of you. Anyway, back to hearing loss. So our first two segments are on hearing loss. Last two segments are on gifts that keep on giving for the loved ones in your in your life that might need to be, have a little bit more independence as they age. So regarding hearing loss, and I'm just going to go on my soapbox for just a second because it's really important to me, and I'm going to tell you why. First, many people in their lifetime as they age start losing their eyesight, start losing their taste buds, start losing their their hearing. It, It happens. So your eyesight, it's pretty obvious because you're driving and all of a sudden you're like, hmm, I can't see what I used to see. So you go to the eye doctor. However, your hearing, you don't realize. It's really hard to realize when you're losing your hearing because it's so gradual, we actually might not pick it up. But you know who does pick it up? the people around us, our friends, our family, because if people have to say things two and three times and you still can't hear them clearly, that's your first indication. Second indication is when you grab that remote and you start pushing it, the volume up and you're pushing and pushing and pushing. That's another indication. And if you have to keep moving the TV volume up and you never had to do that before, maybe it's time for a hearing test. 
audiologists are out there. You can get a hearing test at Costco. There's so many places to go. I just want to encourage you. And that's why I'm doing the program because I think it's really important to understand hearing loss and to start thinking about it as we age. Because we go for our annual physicals, we go for our annual eye exams, because you can't get your contacts renewed unless you have a new exam. Glasses, eventually you need to get new ones. But when it comes to hearing aids and hearing loss, a lot of people don't realize it's not a regular thing that people do. And I just want to encourage people listening to the program today Pay attention to sounds around you. Close your eyes and think of the furthest sound that you can hear. It's shocking to me how many times we're missing sounds. And I need to also share with you, and I feel like this is very important. I need you to know that the National Institute of Health actually did a study with John Hopkins on hearing aids slowing cognitive decline So there is a correlation, and I encourage you to research this, between hearing loss and your brains. Our memory is very important to us. And recall, and when we're young, comes real quick to us. The older we get, it's harder to recall names. You see the face, but you can't remember the name. Or you start forgetting names completely. Whatever the case may be, We want to challenge our brains. Our brains, just like every other part of our body, we need to exercise them. So one of the ways we do that is with our ears, right? Because we need to hear what's happening and our brain is processing what it is. And as the world population ages, the number of people living with dementia, for example, and other types of cognitive impairment continues to rise. Safe, affordable interventions to prevent or slow age-related cognitive decline are needed more and more. So this study from the National Institute of Health, what they did is they took a group of people, they closed the gap, they recruited participants with substantial hearing loss from two different study populations. So about 250 older adults came from a long-term study of heart health at four different sites in the U.S. So 739 people were newly recruited from the surrounding communities at the same four sites. So participants recruited from the Heart Healthy study had more risk factors for developing dementia, including being older and having faster rates of cognitive decline than those from the general community. So what happened is they randomly assigned participants in one of two interventions, half received hearing aids and instructions on how to use them. Let us not forget that, right? Because they're not, (laughs) it's not just stick it in your ear. There's a lot that goes along with that, that we're going to talk about in the second segment. Um, The other half were assigned to a health education program focused on promoting healthy aging. So both groups received follow-up visits every six months to reinforce the training. So what ended up happening at the end of the day is, oh my gosh, this is fascinating to me. So as researchers continued to follow the study participants, they started looking at brain scans and data on social engagement to better understand if the the study with the hearing aids had a significant difference. So what happened is the higher, when the study analysis focused on the people from the heart health study who had a higher risk of dementia, the benefit 
of the hearing aids was substantial. So those who received hearing aids had an almost 50% reduction in the rate of cognitive decline compared with the people in the health education group. So I find this study fascinating, and I'm grateful for John Hopkins for doing it because, and there is more and more studies coming out more lately than prior, but about how important our hearing is to our brain development. So I just want to encourage you, this is an opportunity, really process, are you able to hear everybody at book club or does it sound like everybody's mumbling? And chances are high, it might be your ears. Everybody might not be mumbling. I remember my mom telling me, she's like, Does your, did your dad's voice change? Like, he seems to not talk as loud as he did before. But the key was, Mom, no, his voice didn't change. Your ears changed. But I was grateful that she said that because it made me think, oh, guess what? She might need to go for a hearing test. So this is what we just have to pay attention to. This isn't a, you know, shaming or a, you know, make everybody feel bad. This is an opportunity to learn. This is an opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity to pay attention to your ears because we don't think about it. We're all busy living our lives. Everybody's running a thousand miles a minute. Everyone's doing all their shopping now for the holidays. But the bottom line is, what is important about us? It's our health. If we want to live long, we need to stay healthy. And if, let me tell you, if getting hearing aids versus not getting hearing aids helps you get healthy, don't be in denial. Why should we be in a denial? Let's support the things that we need support on so that we can live stronger and healthier. Because there are analysis out there that basically state that if you're in a situation socially, you're more apt to talk to people, do things with people, if you can hear them and you can enjoy them because you could have a, a, a drop in self-esteem or confidence because of your impaired ability to communicate and hear people. You become secluded. You don't want to go out anymore because you can't hear them. There's, this is fixable. This is fixable. This is something that we control, just like going to the eye doctor and getting glasses. Hearing aids can help. And I just want to encourage you, unfortunately, most insurances do not cover hearing aids and they are not covered by Medicare. But I will tell you, it is worth the investment and you can do, you can shop around. I know for a fact Costco has them because that's where my parents got them from. And then you get free exams every time you go to Costco. So there's benefits to going and getting your hearing checked. And that is why we're having this program. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about hearing loss in the next segment. And the last two segments is the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you for joining us on Conversations on Aging. We'll be back in just a moment. Birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, 
Or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children. We will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps4seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're going to continue our conversations on aging and our discussion in this segment on hearing loss, all the things that come with that. It is a very serious topic that honestly, as we talked about in the first segment, I don't think people take it serious enough. Age-related hearing loss can impact a person's quality of life. One little small thing could impact a lot. And did you know that nearly half of those older than 75 have hearing loss? So some some level of hearing loss. So I think it's really important for all of us to understand what are the causes of it? How do we prevent it? And how do we slow it down? And those are the topics we're going to be covering in this segment because I think it's truly important. Aging and loud noise can cause wear and tear on the hairs or nerve cells in the cochlea that send sound signals to the brain. So damaged or missing hairs or nerve cells don't send electrical signals to the brain. And this is what causes hearing loss. And a lot of times, I think what we notice first, honestly, is the higher pitched sounds that you start not being able to hear. And that can be a big deal, especially if you're driving a car. So as your hearing loss worsens, it affects more frequencies of sound, making it difficult to hear more than just speech. So determining where a sound is coming from, which is called localization, and identifying its source becomes more challenging. So some affected individuals also experience a ringing sensation in the ears. Um, And I'm sure some of you might already be having that little ringing sound. It's called um, tinnitus or dizziness and problems with balance. So these are all little small signs and symptoms to be aware of. So because affected individuals have trouble understanding speech, the condition affects their ability to communicate. 
So it can contribute to social isolation, depression, loss of self-esteem. Age-related hearing loss is very serious and can also cause safety issues. So if individuals become unable to hear smoke alarms, car horns, other sounds that alert people to dangerous situations, imagine what can happen. And I know many of you may have been in a hotel when the fire alarm goes off. And what do you see? You see the flashing lights everywhere. And that's because some people can't hear when that fire alarm is going off. So these are important things to think about. In assisted living buildings, and I don't know if if everybody knows this or not, but the bed actually shakes. So when a fire alarm goes off and you've got people, because what do you do at night, everybody? Take out your hearing aids, right? So you've got a building full of 100 people and they all have their hearing aids out. You've got to have a way to notify them. What if they can't hear the fire alarm? So a lot of times there's a lot of different devices. Like I mentioned, the light blinking is a big one. The bed shaking is a big one. Things like that, there are devices that you can actually purchase and that these buildings have for safety purposes just for those reasons. But I definitely feel like getting your ears checked is a big deal for multiple reasons. And I'm going to just go back to mostly the use of your brain. We don't want to stop thinking or hearing what sounds are. There are steps that we can take to slow down hearing loss. So I'm going to go through those right now. Get your pen and paper ready (laughs) because this is important. This information is critical. Number one, avoid noisy places whenever possible. Loud concerts, even when you go into our church, for example, they have little... (laughs) They have little um, earplugs at the entrance to the church because the decibels, if they're over a certain decibel, is hitting a pretty high volume. In fact, I got to tell you, I had um, an elderly person next to me at church and she had an Apple Watch on and it gave her a warning on the Apple Watch that the decibels were over 90. And this was in the church building. So you can imagine that is not healthy for our seniors. So definitely get an Apple Watch (laughs) if you can afford one. But then you know what a noisy place truly is. Number two, use earplugs, protective earmuffs, or noise-canceling headphones when around loud noises. And we all know that they make those because anyone who has a young man in their lives between the ages of 16 and 20 are probably wearing those those noise-canceling headphones when they're gaming. So we do know that those are available. Number three, keep the volume down when listening through earbuds or headphones. So a lot of people tend to turn their Apple earpods or their their earbuds up. Man, those are right inside your ear. Do not turn those up unless it's absolutely necessary. There's been times I've been at the store and someone walks by and I can hear the music they're playing in their ears. That's too loud. <laughs> I'm just saying. Number four, is ask your doctor for a hearing checkup if you suspect that you have hearing loss. And like I mentioned in the first segment, it's usually not you suspecting, it's usually other people telling you, what's wrong? You can't hear the TV, mom? Why is it so loud? So these are the things we got to pay attention to. But those are some of the things that you can do to slow down hearing loss. The other thing I really wanted to talk about is hearing aids. Why? 
because a lot of people have them and they can be so frustrating. So let me tell you what I've learned about hearing aids. Number one, they're not covered under Medicare. Everybody thinks insurance covers hearing aids. It's private pay. And they are not inexpensive. They are definitely a lot of money. So you can get them in a number of places. I do know that Costco has them. And there's a couple different types that you can get there. But there's a lot of places you can get hearing aids. I'm, I'm not an advocate of any specific place. But I want to tell you a few things that I've learned about hearing aids that are important. Number one, usually there's an app on your phone that will that will match up with your hearing aids. And here's why this is important. When you get your hearing aids and they do the hearing test, you're pushing the little button, you're going through the test. As soon as you're done with the test, that audiologist grabs those hearing aids and matches them up with however your test results just went through in a software program. So they're pre-programmed to hit the level of, of hearing loss that you have, okay? to bring you back to what they're considering normal. Now, this is important because when you get your hearing aids and you walk out the door, that pre-programming is already set in those hearing aids. The only thing you can do is adjust it with your app or by taking off the right hearing aid and pushing the little button up one, two, three notches. And this is what's really important about this. And then you put it back on. So what you did is you just increased the volume of your hearing aids. But guess what, everyone? That's only for that day. Because when you take those hearing aids out that night and you put them in your little container, they reset. So the next day when you get up and take them out, they're going to be the same volume that that audiologist programmed in those in that software system, whether it was a month ago, a year ago, a day ago, it doesn't matter. They all go back to reset. So if it if that level is not high enough, that's why you have to keep going back every year to do another hearing test and have them reprogram your hearing aids to match your hearing loss. Does that make sense? Because what happens, I think everyone gets hearing aids, they, they're programmed, they put them in, and then they keep them forever. And they never go back to the audiologist. And when if you don't go back and get them updated so the software is not increasing as your hearing loss is decreasing, there's no point in even having the hearing aids. And yes, I know this for personal experience. So um, one of my loved ones. So this is important. So we need to learn this information. And when they update it, it will stay that way until you go back again the next year. Now, Costco, for example, gives you free care as long as you buy them from Costco. So every time you go there and sit with and get your hearing test every year, there's no charge for it. It's all covered in the cost of the hearing aids that you paid for. So that's the good news. I don't know how all the other places work, but I do recommend getting a hearing test every year. Now, let's go back to the app, because I think the app is extremely important. There is a part on your phone app, for example, Rexton, R-E-X-T-O-N is an app. That's a type of hearing aid. You can go in and you can adjust the volume on the app for just one of the one the right ear or the left ear or both. You can also go to noise party and you can take out the background noise. So you actually only are hearing the voices and not the noise that's around you. 
there's also a part, an automatic setting where you can touch so you just hear the people in front of you talking and not all around you. So the the app is critical. And I just want to encourage people to educate yourself, learn about it. If you have questions, call your audiologist or the person who you bought the hearing aids from and say, I need help learning how to work this app. The app is critical if you have hearing aids. So all of this information is just to help you, to give you knowledge, to fuel you with the knowledge, to ask the questions, to make what? Your life easier. Because we all need to be able to hear appropriately. We're going to be back in just a moment and switch gears into talking about gifts for giving this holiday season. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children, we will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, conversations on aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps4seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today is all about giving back, giving, giving the gift that keeps on giving. So what I mean by that when I, when I say that, giving the gift that keeps on giving, we want to buy gifts or give gifts to our seniors or our loved ones that are elderly in our lives that will not just benefit them, that they'll be thankful for, but that will keep them safe and benefit the entire family and all the loved ones around, around them, whether it's neighbors, coworkers, friends, spouses, We want to, I mean, obviously buy them something fun and personal, but also something that will continue helping them, giving back to them 
some independence. Because as we age, think about this, we're not able to do what we used to do. And we begin to forget things. So those of us that are younger need to be the eyes, the ears, the hands, and the feet of the people that are seniors. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by giving them as much independence as possible, putting as much support around them as possible, whether it's devices, gifts, like we're talking about right now. We're going to give you some ideas of things that you can be thinking about. But there's a lot of things that we can be doing and paying attention to. So I'm just going to give you a, a quick story. When it comes to the stove, right? When we're, when we're talking about cooking and we're talking about constantly using the stove, what's the number one thing that people who have dementia do? They forget that they turned it on, right? And they're cooking and then they leave the area and it's still on. This is very common. And the number one reason we don't want that to happen is why? Because it can cause a fire. You put anything on that stovetop while the burner is on, it catches on fire. So we have to remember to turn the stove off. And let me tell you, if your loved one shouldn't be using the stove, just go behind it and unplug it and they won't even know. Because the reality is safety first, okay? My stove's not working. Oh, okay, we'll use your microwave. Like there are options that we can use. We don't all have to use a stovetop. But it really is important to pay attention to these moments because we don't need an accidental thing happen. There are a lot of senior safety, fall prevention, and monitoring products out there. And I'm going to give you just an idea of some of them. So wandering prevention devices, both in the house and outside, are sometimes necessary for seniors with Alzheimer's or dementia or any type, really, of memory loss or cognitive impairment. Um, and did you know, did you know MCI is mild cognitive impairment? So if you see the, the letters MCI on your medical, maybe your, your medical reports, it means that your doctor may have picked up mild cognitive impairment. Now, whether or not they tell you that, I don't know, but a lot of times I ask, can I please see, you know, the medical report or the notes from my visit or something like that? Because you want to be aware a lot of times those doctor visits are so short, you're, n you're not picking everything up. Okay, back to the safety devices. So there is a Alzheimer's store fire rated door um, and a simple stop sign that are extremely popular for, for people with Alzheimer's. So what happens as you age is you actually forget where you are if you have some type of Alzheimer's or dementia and you try to leave where you are and go somewhere else. So these GPS devices, as well as door and motion sensors, are cutting edge in senior safety technology. And I think it's important to know that they're even out there, because I don't think people even know that. Um, there's also a Wander Alert Door Motion Alarm Kit that you can purchase online. A lot of this is available online that I think is extremely important as well. And there's an alarm. So what happens is every time that door opens, an alarm goes off. You can even get these at Home Depot. You just put the little thing up at the top because if you're living with your parent and they tend to get up at night, it's called sundowners. When you get up at night and they start walking around the house or doing things and you're afraid that you're going to sleep and they're going to go out the door, 
Anyone who's in that situation right now does not need to fall asleep in fear. There are alarms for like $40, I think $39.99 that you can buy at Home Depot. And you literally put them at the top of each door. Every time that door opens, a huge alarm goes off. So you don't need to live in fear. There's also a Wander Alert Kit where you can put that on a person, a physically on them, and it's like a, it's like a GPS. Um, and then there's also patches, too, that you can purchase. Now, those are more expensive, but they help prevent wandering. And I think these things are important to those. That's a personal device to know are available. Uh, the other thing is an LED motion sensor light. It, if you just Google LED motion sensor light. So it lights a path to keep loved ones safe at night the number one place falls happen is in the bedroom at night when they're walking to the bathroom. And this product is only $29.95 and it gets a five-star rating. So I'm just, <laughs> these are options, right? The LED motion sensor light. Um, I talked about the stove. This is called the Stove Fire Prevention Call Fire Avert. F-I-R-E-A-V-E-R-T. Yes, that is a device. So this fire safety device is a must, and it's $169. So yes, it does seem like a lot of money, but what's the alternative? A fire in your kitchen? I mean, that's not what we want, right? I'll pay any amount of money to lose a house. $169 seems worth it. There are so many tools and gadgets out there that I think are fantastic. One of my favorite, and I know I've talked about this before, is the Apple Watch. And did you know, and I think this is the best story ever, I was literally walking with a friend of mine and she tripped over and fell over the curb. And as she was going down, of course, I tried to grab her and, and stop the fall. But I kept hearing this beeping sound as I was helping her up. And she's like, oh, gosh, hold on, hold on. I got to hit my Apple Watch. And I said, what? And she said, if I don't touch this and tell them I'm okay, they're going to send an ambulance and a fire truck to me right now. Like they literally call 911 for you um, and or an emergency contact. So this is important. How easy is that? If your loved one falls and automatically you're notified, there's people I've got stories of clients that have been, loved ones have been on the floor for five to eight hours, some 24 hours, and nobody knew it. Nobody knew it because they didn't have anything on them, no devices, no cameras, no nothing to know. You won't know until the next time you talk to your loved one, which unless you talk to them every single day, that's still 24 hours difference. I really highly recommend these types of things. There are also... Guardian um, locks that you can put on the door so they can't even get in and out. I only recommend that if it's a very severe case of Alzheimer's. For example, if you're, you and your husband are in bed sleeping at night and you're afraid your husband's going to get up and walk out the door. And I had a lady. I had a lady that used to sleep in front of the door of her bedroom because she was so scared that her husband was going to leave. That they have a lock for that. You can put that on the door so he can't leave that, that room without you knowing. But these are the things that are available to us. And honestly, man, I love the cameras. Put them in the front room. Put them in the lobby. Those are so easy to install. I mean, now they have the doorbell. I mean, you'll know any single time the doorbell will ring. It's called ring doorbell. 
And, you know, it's got an exterior security camera and an interior security camera for that matter. So you can actually look on your phone to see whether or not your loved one is home or not home or if they've wandered off. Alzheimer's is a really, really sad, sad disease state. But we, we have the ability and the power and the knowledge and the strength to make the best of these situations, to keep our loved ones home and keep them home safe. They don't always have to move into a secured environment or a memory care. I mean, obviously, if it's very serious, they do. But our goal is to keep them home as long as possible, as safe as possible before making that move. So I just want to encourage you, and you can call our office at 248-651-5010. We're here in Michigan. Any questions you have regarding these devices, we can share those with you. There are so many out there that are easy. A Google is is phenomenal. You just type the name of these things in there, and then you'll be able to find out what the best one is for your situation. But what we don't want is somebody leaving the house and you not knowing, somebody leaving the stove on and you not you not knowing, somebody falling and you not knowing. Did you know if you respond... If a loved one has a stroke within four hours and they get a specific medication that is given through an IV, and that's why you call 911 because the the paramedics can start this process of stroke, you know, helping through a stroke. The quicker you get, the better recovery. The quicker you respond, the better recovery you're going to get. So if they're on the floor for 12 hours, they've already missed the window of quick recovery. Now, of course, We always pray for recovery in any situation, but I'm just telling you what some of those facts are. So we need to pay attention to when things happen, how they happen, and being preventative, being smart, paying attention to our surroundings. We don't need to be tripping over a rug that's not necessary to be there. We're going to be back in just a moment with more gifts that keep on giving. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, Or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children. We will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. 
Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps, the number four, seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you for tuning in to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. Each and every week, we really do our best to bring pertinent information to you and your loved ones, just to share the knowledge, to share resources, to give you real stories so we're all better prepared for life as we age. Not many people want to talk about aging, but guess what? We can do it with dignity. We can do it with respect. We can do it in a healthy way. And that's why we have this program, Conversations on Aging, because somebody needs to have this conversation. And that's why we're here. So our last segment, as we talked about, is about gifts that keep on giving. This is a season right now that we're going through that we can share with loved ones some safety precautions. If we're going to spend money on someone, let's do something that will make their life easier, that will give them more independence, and you'll be able to put your head on the pillow at night and sleep soundly. So I'm going to give you some of those ideas, more of some of those ideas in this segment. One of, and then at the end of this program, we do a Q&A, as you all know, and a tip, which we'll be talking about that in a few minutes. But first, a couple other gift ideas for the loved ones in your life that may need some reminding of things. So here's an example. There is an American Lifetime, and it's new this year, Dementia Clock. It has large digital numbers for seniors, like really big, and It displays the day, so it'll say Tuesday, and then it'll say morning, for example, underneath it, and then 10.30 a.m., and then the date. So if it's after 12 o'clock, it'll say Tuesday afternoon. I mean, and it's very big. So one of the big things that happen as we age, and especially with the Alzheimer's, which is very popular, by the way, one in three over the age of 65, Yes, I know it's not a great statistic, but I wanted to share with you that what happens as we age is we start forgetting day and night. We don't know what day it is or what time it is a lot. But if you know that it's morning, if it actually says morning on the clock, you're like, oh, it's 1030 in the morning. So it gives you like a a gauge. I love this American Lifetime clock. It's only $59. You can get it pretty much overnight. And I think it's a fantastic gift idea. And even though your loved one might not be thrilled, it'll save them. Trust me. It'll be very, very, very nice. (laughs) Okay, we're moving on. Another item is meal delivery service. Now, I would love to get this because I think it's very difficult sometimes after work to come home and cook. But eating right is essential, especially for seniors to maintain good health. 
for everyone, really. So there are companies out there that actually deliver meals designed to cater to older adults with different menus that meet special dietary needs, timely home delivery that benefits mobility problems, vision impairment problems, and menus feature healthy meals created by dietitians and doctors with fresh food that's ready to heat and eat, not the sodium-rich frozen type foods, which is really what a lot of seniors start doing as they age because they want to simplify and make their lives easier. Yes, I would highly recommend getting a meal delivery service for the loved ones in your lives to promote happiness, to promote healthy eating, fresh eating. This is what we're looking for. So some of the companies out there are Silver Cuisine, um, Magic Kitchen. There's other ones. You can find a lot of these online, but I think it's important to know that they're available. People don't even think about it. What a great idea to send your loved one food. Of course, you can make it for them, but a lot of people don't have time to even make their own food, not alone send some food to their loved ones. Um, there's a wake-up light. The, the lighting is really important as we age, and it's been shown that light therapy can help fight depression, but this wake-up light therapy lamp is fantastic. It's actually, oh my goodness, it's an alarm clock-like size, and it, it helps you wake up more naturally by simulating like a sunrise. Didn't even know that's available. Isn't that amazing? There's other things like activity boxes. We need to keep our minds sharp. Sudoku's fantastic. Crossword puzzles are fantastic. Why not get your loved one an activity box? Beat the boredom box. That's what it's called. Designed to keep older minds thinking and hands moving. I mean, what a great idea. Each variety box is packed with adult coloring books, puzzles, word searches. Guess what? We do not need to sit in front of the TV every night. Yes, it gets dark earlier. It's not necessary. Let's keep our minds active, our bodies active. Do you know that the number one thing staving off Alzheimer's, and you may or may not know this, is exercise, mobility, walking. And I've asked a lot of people over the age of 90 in my day, what is your secret? How is it that you have lived as healthy as you are to have this conversation with me at 90 years old. And do you know every single person that I have asked has said the same thing, keeping active. And I say, I mean, have, did you have dairy, gluten-free, alcohol, smoking? I've asked them all that stuff. Do you know there's been no consistent answer except exercise? So I just want to encourage everyone, all these gifts are fantastic. A gym membership or a uh, treadmill would be fantastic too. <laughs> keep them moving, keep them moving. Even if they want to watch TV, okay, that's fine. But get on a treadmill and do it. And then the other thing really, really fantastic is grab bars. Grab, buzz, grab bars in bathtubs, showers, anywhere that your loved one is touching a wall. So if you have to touch the wall to sit down on the toilet, there should be a, get, a grab bar there. They're super easy to install. We have companies here. You can call us. We'll give you um, a phone number. Or you can install them yourself. They are not expensive and extremely important. Grab bars are fabulous. And that's exactly what they're called, grab bars. And it's durable medical equipment, DME. Some other durable medical equipment items would be a shower chair. So much safer to have a shower chair in the shower than to not have one. And a shower head that goes up and down, I think, is also very important. 
a lot of people, when you get in the shower, it's way up there and you're not able to, you're reaching, you're changing, keeping your shampoo and all the things at a higher level, getting a little tray. I mean, there's so many things we can be doing just to make life easier for the seniors in our lives. And that's what this program is about. We want to share with you all these different tools that are out there for you. Before I go into the Q&A, which I'm going to do very quickly, I want to remind everyone, and this is kind of the tip of the day, so to speak. There is a thing that our fire departments across the nation have. It's called the file of life. And it's just a little pocket. It's a magnet that goes on your refrigerator. And you can get it from your local fire department's listeners. And what what it has in there, I'm going to read it right now to you so you know. It has the first and last name, date of birth of the per, of the person who lives in the house. It has emergency contact name, address, and phone number. It has medical data, such as blood type, doctor's names, phone numbers, another very important thing, special conditions. Because everybody, if they have a diagnosis, should have that written on here. Maybe they're diabetic. That would be important for a fire department to know when they walk in the door because that would be the first thing they check. Uh, medication, dosage, and frequency. As we age, we're on more and more medications. It would be fantastic to have those all written on this file of life card with the dosage and how often you take them extremely important. Any recent surgeries are also listed on this file of life card. What your religion is, do you have a living will on file? And how about this one, a DNR? Do you know what a DNR is? Do not resuscitate form. So if, and it says yes or no, right on this form. So when you walk in the door, the fire department goes right for the file of life. They will look at this. If there's a do not resuscitate form, they know not to resuscitate. Otherwise, guess what they're doing? They are doing CPR. They are getting all their stuff out, their oxygen tanks, because they are going to do everything they can to keep your loved one alive. And if your loved one does not want to be resuscitated, this is a good way to let the fire department know ahead of time. You can actually bring these to the fire department and have one at your house. I think it's a great idea. Medical conditions. There's an entire checklist here. You just check what you have. Do you have hearing impairment? We just got done talking about this for the last two episodes. That's important to know. You're talking to someone, you don't even know if they can hear you. Do you have allergies? Again, very important to know. And all of this medical insurance information can be located right on this file of life card. So that's my tip of the day. If you don't already have one, please call your local fire department. Don't call 911. Call the local number and ask for the file of life card and see if they will mail one to you or if you can pick one up, whatever it takes and keep it on the refrigerator or as close as you can to the refrigerator because that's where they are all trained to go and look for this. Last quick tip, Q&A, is, is the video. Get the video monitors, put them in your house, get the cameras, care for your loved ones, keep an eye on them every day, and please make time to pick up the phone and talk to them, to visit them. This is the this is the season. We have got to wrap our arms around our seniors and love on them and spend quality time with them, respect them, and listen to their amazing stories. Take the time. Take the time. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Conversations on Aging, Next Steps for Seniors. 
Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. Be sure to tune in next week for another enlightening and empowering conversation.